Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 will change Medicare drug prices. Now, President Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 into law in August of this year, which included a wide range of provisions related to health, taxation, and climate change. Several provisions of the law lower prescription drug costs for Medicare recipients and reduce government spending on drugs. The provisions will take effect in 2023. As part of the Inflation Reduction Act, Two policies are designed to curb drug prices directly. Policy one requires the federal government to negotiate prices for some high cost drugs covered under Medicare. Under this provision, Medicare beneficiaries will see lower out of pocket drug costs. Policy number two introduces an inflation rebate that would require pharmaceutical companies to pay insurers back for price changes exceeding inflation. Prices are unlikely to exceed the maximum fair price, defined as a certain percentage, the non-federal average manufactured price. Now, pharma companies that don't follow price negotiation would face high excise taxes starting at 65% and rising to 95% after six months. That's an incentive. What this means is that the government will research the potential benefits of a drug and decide what price it's willing to pay. Then, if its offer is rebuffed by the pharmaceutical company in question, the government simply doesn't pay for the drug. By requiring drug companies to pay rebates for price increases faster than inflation, Medicare beneficiaries and those with private insurance will be able to limit drug price increases, despite the possibility that drug manufacturers will raise launch prices in response to inflation rebates. This provision is anticipated to limit out-of-pocket drug spending growth and push down premiums by discouraging drug companies from raising prices faster than inflation. So among the general public, Drug prices are a major concern regarding healthcare affordability, with a large majority of Democrats and Republicans supporting drug cost-lowering policies. Capping out-of-pocket drug costs for Medicare enrollees will provide substantial financial relief to patients with high drug costs. This includes Medicare beneficiaries who take a singular high-priced specialty drug for medical conditions such as cancer, hepatitis C, or multiple sclerosis, and beneficiaries who take a handful of relatively expensive brand or specialty drugs to manage their health conditions. In the paragraph here, we say that a large majority of Democrats and Republicans support drug-lowering cost prices. I think that tipping the hat to the Republicans in the House or the Senate may be an editorial fair thing to do. Let's be very, very clear that this was completely voted down by the Republicans, every single one of them in the Senate. With respect to what it was in the in the House, I think a majority of them also voted this down. Right. So I just want to be very, very clear about this. Right. And our listeners appreciate our honesty and our mm-hmm. transparency. 
The other thing too is that a majority of these benefits don't kick in until 2025. Some of them do kick in in 2023 that we mentioned at the top of the story. But why is it that our government, whenever it's something that affects or benefits the working class, it goes into effect years later? Right. Why? Like there is no reason they can change these things overnight. So it, it's frustrating whenever they want to do something that's going to affect the elites, the 1%, those laws take effect immediately. Whenever it's something for us, those laws take effect years later. And then lastly, if President Biden is no longer in office, these effects are going to take place when there's a Republican president and people and Americans are going to feel these changes right away. These are all self-owns that just don't need to exist like this. And lastly, these also only occur for 10 drugs at a clip. So every year they add 10 more drugs. Why not just do it all together? Why just 10 drugs at a clip? Anyway, it's hard to be a doctor in this, this healthcare system. So, But we'll continue to follow the story. Meta faces lawsuit for breaking patient privacy laws. Meta and major U.S. hospitals violated patient privacy laws with a new data tracking tool that sends health information to Facebook, of which Meta is the parent company. Under the medical privacy law, HIPAA, healthcare organizations needed patients' consent to share personal health information with outside groups. In June and July, two lawsuits were filed in the Northern District of California against the MetaPixel tracking tool. A website can be integrated with the tool to provide analytics on Facebook and Instagram ads. Additionally, it tracks how people use the websites and how they enter information. As of early June, 33 of the top 100 hospitals in the United States used the MetaPixel on their websites. At seven of these hospitals, the program was installed on password-protected patient portals. According to the investigation, the tool sent information about patient health condition, doctor appointments, and medication allergies to Facebook without obtaining consent to share the data. In one of the lawsuits, the patient started seeing targeted ads on Facebook and receiving emails related to her medical conditions after she has scheduled appointments and contacted doctors using patient portals, oh my God, for two of the hospitals in the lawsuit. Both of these patient portals had the MetaPixel software tucked into their code, my goodness, that as the patients received after she used the portals to receive test results and diagnosis for her heart and knee conditions were specific enough to be from one or both of the patient portals. According to Meta, the tracking tool filters out sensitive data. And groups using the MetaPixel require consent to share data before sending that data to Facebook. Why send the data in the first place? Well, this is such an American thing. The lawsuits claim that Meta is willfully not implementing these regulations, yet it continues to place the pixel on healthcare institutions' website knowing it would gather personal health information. It has not been confirmed whether the sensitive health information they found was removed before Meta stored the data. But this is not the first time that Facebook has been scrutinized over data use and patient privacy. Currently, the only way to opt out of this data collection is to go to Facebook's website and change the privacy settings. My thing is, why do hospitals have Facebook and stuff? I, I have no idea. Anyway? It's not. Yeah, it wasn't explained in this article. I'm not 100% sure. But the other thing, too, about Facebook and their privacy settings is that I go and I change those settings and they revert back. 
So what they do is they make it so that they constantly have you have to go back and change that. In Europe, that's not the case. They don't do it that way. In Europe, the way the regulations work there is that by default, you are automatically in privacy mode. So mm. it's because it's something that we talk about on Noise Filter all the time. Our politicians are bought out by large corporations like Meta. So they're able to pass laws that favor corporate interests rather than private citizens' interests. And corporate interests in this setting is to allow for data to be sold and maneuvered. That's our data. That's our privacy data. We should have an expectation of privacy in our society, but unfortunately we don't. I don't know what I would do if I get on Facebook and I start seeing ads related to my personal health issue. This is a level of big brother that should never be. This is insane. It's insanity. 100%. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Hickerson, at hopehickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.